It is a Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. We'll keep you updated. Aaron Judge has played another game and did not get number 62. He'll go for it. This is a doubleheader day and a 7.05 first pitch. I will be there to witness that and uh, report on that for you tomorrow. But uh, really pleased right now to be uh, joined by one of my favorite players at Baylor back in the day, played from 86 to 89. Bobby Jack Goforth uh, is uh, joining the Matt Mosley Show right now. Bobby Jack, it's, uh, it's great to talk to you. One of the great names, I think, over the years in uh, Baylor football history and a, uh, and a terrific receiver to boot. It's uh, good to visit with you. Hey, good to be on, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I uh, I felt like if I had your quarterback on last week and your name did come up, I, I kind of thought, well, I need to talk to one of his wide receivers. So I kind of tracked you down via Facebook. Sometimes I we talk about all the evils of Facebook, but it is kind of fun being able to ca- run down people and find them and all that kind of stuff. So and, and, and I've also gotten to see some some really fun pictures uh, uh, from those days. I mean. Bobby Jack, you um, you were able to you had a, you had a, a bit of a vertical leap. It appears. Well, I was I was able to get off the ground. I was a little bit lighter in those days, so uh, <laughs> there were a few times where I was able to get up in the air and make something happen. Yeah, and uh, Brad was talking about your route running, and and uh, at, that was a pretty amazing time, wasn't it? I mean, Brad, there, you you kind of come in with the, the end of Cody and Brad, and then uh, I, everybody remembers the famous poster, Commander Cody in the the uh, uh, the air, the bomber, the air, you know, the the bomb squadron, and uh, boy, you joined a group with uh, Matt Clark, John Simpson. I know Darnell Chase was in there. Uh, the speed uh, was unbelievable. I mean, at that time, Bobby Jack, when you kind of looked around the SWC, did y'all have just about probably the fastest group of wide receivers around, do you think? I think overall, if we put a relay together, we would have probably won that thing out of all the other schools. (laughs) There was some other really talented guys around the conference, like Tony Jones was pretty fast at Texas and, and some others, but I think overall we had a pretty quick group because um, three of us were on the track team together. Yeah, and, and remind uh, oh. man that 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 yeah Go the ahead. track and that was well Clyde Hart was uh, one of the great you know coaches of all time one of the great sprint coaches. Now Bobby Jack was that uh, did you love track even going back into to high school and and was that part of the allure to Baylor knowing they'd had such great sprinters what what kind of went into your uh decision to come to Baylor uh when you think back on on your recruitment back in the uh, mid 80s yeah track was part of it I you know it wasn't the the number one draw I really wanted to be a part of the offense they had going at the time I knew I wanted to be a receiver coming out of high school and so that's really what drew me there. And then I did, uh, they allowed me to do the track coach Taft would let me go out there and do that during the springtime. And I, I did that primarily to, to continue to try to develop my speed. So it had all worked out good. And, and uh, there was a lot of us that did both sports. 
Now, would they time y'all back then uh, uh, in the 40? Did you, what was your, and what was your event, by the way? What was your best event in track? Did you do the 100 and 200? Did you, the open quarter? What did you, uh, what was your best uh, event uh, in track? I did pretty much all the events in high school, but then once I got to Baylor, I focused on the hurdles and, uh, and then tried to improve at that. And, and, um, Coach Hart was a great coach, and and um, he I can't say enough good things about him. He he had so many great athletes out there, all Americans, but he treated us all the same. I really respect the time that I had with him. Did the hurdling was there any? Did it translate to to football? I mean, obviously the speed helped and all of that, but did you find yourself ever, Bobby Jack, when you'd get in the uh, in the open field doing what Drake Dabney did recently and and uh it, it using that form you had learned with all your hurdling well I never really got around to that that type of play or had the opportunity that I remember trying to jump anybody you know I was usually just uh trying to secure the ball and get as many yards as I could but that but it did translate the quickness part of it and the the uh the starts and that type thing when you're you're in track coming out of the blocks and and the same thing kind of relates when you're getting off the line route running so the two things really um the track really helped the football yeah bobby jack goforth joining us on the matt mosley show espn central texas you then you went on to become a coach and a successful coach who at baylor uh, and maybe even back to high school, who were some of the coaches that had a, a, a huge impact on you that uh, that influenced you to go into that profession? Uh, well, my dad was my first influence, you know, my coach in high school. So that time with uh, him and learning a lot definitely played a part in, in what I became. And then it at Baylor, obviously, we had a lot of good coaches, you know, not only Coach Taft, but all the assistant coaches were awesome. Coach Davidson, Coach Goodner, and Fredenberg, all those guys I learned so much from, and you took some of what they did and some of their personalities with you when you when you got into coaching. And and once I got into coaching, then I realized how, how good they really were, you know, and, and the things that they – brought to the table for us so i had a lot of good um good role models you could say in the coaching world where else did you think about uh going out of high school or did you kind of have your eye on baylor almost right from the start it was out of um baylor texas a&m which i was living right down the road from and then the ut longhorns so i sort of had started to lean towards Baylor watching their offense and and that's the way it worked out I'm glad that that they that they came through with an offer for me because it was a great it was a great time and and um I wouldn't trade it for anything did Grant Taft have to ban ping pong at one point I I (laughs) seem to recall reading a story many years ago and it might have been your roommate and quarterback Brad Gable that was involved. Was there something that happened and maybe y'all got a little too competitive uh, in, a, in a ping pong match and, and uh, 
uh, and maybe uh, maybe Brad suffered an injury. Does that uh, is 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 that uh, an accurate story? That's a that's a true story. That actually happened on a a Friday afternoon before we were. I believe we were going to play Southwest Texas at the time the next day. And I hit a great shot across the net that Brad had to lunge for. And when he lunged, he twisted his ankle. And I think he had to spend the whole evening at the, at the training room with, with uh, Mike Sims. And fortunately he was able to recover and had a pretty good game the next day. Both of us, both of us did. So I think with, you know, we were we had our competitive juices flowing. We were ready to go. Luckily, Brad was able to <laughs> hobble around out there and throw some passes. But we actually got in Sports <laughs> Illustrated for that. <laughs> that's probably where I ran across that. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty uh, funny to think back on it. Were you pretty? Did you? What was the strength of your ping pong game? Did you? Were or are you able to put some spin, or did you? Did, did you could you hit it pretty hard or what was or were you just I guess you're, you just had great great hand eye coordination. I think the hand eye coordination and mainly just keeping the ball in play. You know, not not anything too <laughs> fancy. Just keep uh, balling it back and forth. And uh, I did happen to get that one good shot in on Brad though. So I, I must have <laughs> probably. Well, I guess I won that game by default. <laughs> That's right. He had to go to the training room. Um, now, what was your favorite route with you and Brad? Uh, you were known as a really good route runner, uh, and you and Matt both had great speed. John Simpson was more, in my mind, to my memory, it was kind of like run a go, John. Uh, you know, John was uh, yeah. uh, a little smaller, wasn't as thick as some of you guys, and so, I mean, it seemed like they just sent him straight down the field. What did you and Brad do best and and did your off the field friendship almost do you feel like help to have that that really good chemistry during games yeah we had a we did a lot of work together outside of practice you know during the summers and the off seasons and then living together and and um just having a, a lot of conversations about what we were doing but i think my specialty for my size was in the slot and working in the seams in the in the defense, uh, in particular, you know, zones maneuvering myself around and finding an open spot. And he was good about hitting me. <laughs> did it did it help going up against those unbelievable defensive backs? I believe Thomas Everett would have overlapped with you and uh, was one of the greatest defensive backs in Baylor history, and and in fact won the Jim Thorpe Award. I think back in around. 1987 but Blackman and and all those guys Ron Francis may have been in there somewhere uh how much did that help you know going up against probably some of the better defensive backs in the SWC oh it was I mean every day in practice you're going up against the guys like you said that you know all Americans and guys that played in the NFL Ray Crockett was in my class so we went against each other all the time, you know, throughout the summer and, you know, not only during the season, spring training, you're always working against those guys. And uh, Thomas Everett, like you said, Ron Francis, I couldn't hang with those guys when I first got there, but it took a while 
But like you said, being able to practice against some of the best and, you know, there was a time in there where Baylor had the most defensive backs in the NFL and a lot of them were from that era in the 80s. Now, what was Coach Fix? I met him years ago during a Grant Taft camp. What a wild man he was. But he was a he was a fun guy. Uh, but did Bob get the even the wide receivers? Were you all pretty aggressive in the weight room? Now, obviously, you had a track, so you kind of had to balance all that. Did um, did did you kind of uh, beef up while you were at Baylor? And did uh, because some of those guys came out of there. Um, I think about the Addicts brothers and some of those folks. My goodness, what they could throw up in the weight room was uh, was astounding. Did did you find yourself getting a lot stronger at Baylor? I I did, but I probably should have done a little bit more of that. Like you said, I was uh, gone a lot with the track team, and the thing I remember about Coach Fick, other than him waving a towel on the sideline, he was always making fun of me for being small and not getting in the weight room and basically <laughs> pretending I was a sissy and all that. All in good humor, though. He was a great guy. <laughs> but um, that's my memories of him. I wish I would have done a little bit more weightlifting because I was playing at about 160 pounds. Wow. I mean, that's not that much. Now, Gerald was playing at a what, about 140 Gerald McNeil, <laughs> you know, a few years yeah, before he before <laughs> before you got there, but um, but one sixty, Bobby Jack, that's a, that is amazing to to think of, think about. Now, in your coaching career, did you what did you did you become more of a a spread offense guy as that as everybody sort of evolved with that, or did you keep a lot of that run based? You know, some of the things that Cotton and Duke and and um, and maybe even you know Chuck came maybe as you were heading out of Baylor. What did what what was kind of your philosophy, offensive philosophy, as you got into coaching? I spent several years in the with the Katie coaching staff, so that system uh, was pretty much branded in me early on. But then later in my career, and that system was a pro I with good play action passing, which I enjoyed that part of it. But as uh, I progressed, we got more into some of the spread passing just based on the personnel we had in Caldwell at the time. And so it, we were able to utilize some of that and a lot of the old route work and 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 uh, route concepts we were able to put into our offense. So uh, I could say that I definitely uh, like to see the ball in the air, but especially if it's getting caught. So, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of uh, how it, that's kind of how it played out from Katie. Yeah, yeah, and I bet you love track too as a coach, and and continued to monitor that. Well, I tell you, it's been fun. I had Matt Clark on recently, and then he got honored as a legend of the game, and and uh, having Brad on. So, uh, you had one of the great names, and you were a really good receiver. Uh, at one year, you had twenty three catches. I looked it up, and. I think four of them went for touchdowns, so you made it count. And I, and I think that was a year maybe you averaged 18, 19 yards a catch. So I'm sure in your mind you thought, well, throw me about 20 more balls and <laughs> I'll get you. I'll get that, you. That would have been, been nice, and, you know, but <laughs> we played a lot of guys and then I didn't get to pretty much have my senior year. But overall it was, it was um, 
you know, I had the injury. So, but overall, it was a great experience, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Well, uh, people still re- uh, remember you very fondly. In fact, I checked in with Jerry Hill, and he seemed to remember you became kind of a – you were a big outdoors-type guy. And I don't know, maybe that had to, uh, to do with meeting Pete Rowe and and uh, his gang, but uh, uh, did, did you spend a little time uh, dove hunting and, and fishing and that type of thing when you were at Baylor? All that, all the above, we did all that with Pete. We also did some of that with Coach Davidson out in Gatesville. Um, we were always looking um, to, in our off time, to either go dove hunt or go fish or do some kind of stuff like that in the outdoors. So that that was a, a unique part of of being there too. You know, you had those opportunities uh, there in the in the Waco area and with people that also had interest in that. So. That that gave us a bonus, us small town guys. Man, Cotton and Pete, and I mean, you talk about. I bet you heard some really amazing stories. So uh, that is a, that is a, a very neat thing. And boy, you you have grown up in an area that people value that and love hunting and all that. But uh, well, listen, Bobby Jack, great to uh, great to catch up with you, and uh, uh, hope to see you. At one of these games, Bears uh, dropped one the other day, but they'll have some uh, plenty more opportunities throughout this season. So uh, drop by and say hi at our pregame tailgate show if you uh, if you get to one of these games. Okay. I sure will do that, and I appreciate you having me on. I want to give a quick shout to my kids that are out there listening and say Sikkim Bears. All right, shout out to uh, Bobby Jack's kids and a good Sikkim, a good hearty Sikkim, and there he goes, the former Baylor great who, uh, man, uh, on the, they just didn't throw it as much back then, but on limited targets ended up with, I think, somewhere in the neighborhood of seven career touchdowns and, and uh, old 60, 70 catches and really uh, great route runner and uh, Brad Gable and, and then Cody before him, just a uh, – Really, really reliable wide receiver during the Grant Taff era. Um, it is the 